This next item is a little bit sensitive. So if you have small ears in the vicinity of the radio, maybe distract them with something else just for a few minutes. Over the past three years, there has been a 600% increase in the calls made to the the Samaritans helpline. And many of those calls have come from where? From inside Irish prisons. Today, the Samaritans are celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Listener Scheme. It involves dedicated prisoners being available to chat to other inmates about their worries or, or concerns. And our reporter, Josh Crosby, has spent a day in the Midlands prison to meet those involved. I was going through severe depression and I tried to attempt to take my life, but when I did, it was a friend of mine that said it to me, said, ring them, they talk, they listen, because I thought I had nobody. I was on my lowest. But when I did get on contact with them, and then I was able to go to one of our offices, I was sitting there, I was able to talk, it all the world good for me. They helped me, you know what I mean? They so I posted me to places and things. It was absolutely, yeah, it was great. So I always said, we've got a chance there, I've got my chance there, and I'll do it. There hasn't been many suicides in prison, but thankfully for the listeners, that cut that. One of the 850 prisoners in the Midlands prison. This man is now what Samaritans describe as a listener. By the end of the year, there will be 15 listener schemes operating in 12 prisons across the country. These will be supported by over 80 Samaritan volunteers and 100 inmates. One of the main reasons I did start it because I was down low a few years ago. Well, I got the opportunity now to come in and the idea now I signed up straight away. There's no better to do. So six months at it now, how have you found it? It's been all right. It's been good to be able to help uh, other prisoners in around the jail because prison is hard when you first come in. You're never in prison in your life. So when we go down, we introduce ourselves, learn me, let them know that we're here for them and you have a need on, just to make them feel a bit comfortable. And are there skills you've picked up through this programme now that have helped you in other parts of your life? There would be a few skills now. Communication now, that would be one of my weakest. But when I've done this, I've kind of learned how to talk to people and a few different skills I have learned. And for someone living in a prison environment now, you're seeing each other, you're in each other's company day in, day out. You can share an experience that a lot of the listeners listening to this might not be able to understand. What advice would you have for people and how important it is to help each other out or to listen to someone about their mental health? It is good to be there for people. I mean, if you could give 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour to someone, Leash and knowledge, you know what I mean? When you go back, when you leave them, they will go to easy on mind. I'd rather talk to another prisoner, especially if you're a listener. The first or second time you might go, they talk to them, they might not trust you, so you kind of build up a big relationship with them, you know what I mean? Let them know, like, you know what I mean? What you say to me is clean, confidential. The programme is today celebrating its 20th anniversary. Cindy O'Shea is the regional prison support officer with Samaritans. Cindy begins by telling me how the listener scheme first started. In 1991 in the UK, a 15-year-old boy who was serving a sentence for stealing a handbag took his own life in HMS Swansea. I think people in the prison at that stage were horrified that a 15-year-old boy took his own life. So the prisoners approached Samaritans and asked, was there any way that prisoners could do something to help each other? And that was the origin of the listener scheme. So roll on 10 years and a governor in Clover Hill Prison and a volunteer in the Dublin branch of Samaritans worked together to start the scheme in Clover Hill Prison. So for 10 years then, the listener scheme only ran in the Dublin prisons. And then in the last 10 years, we've managed to spread the listener scheme to every single prison in the country. Over 20 years, what has it allowed for prisoners? How has it helped them or even what has it prevented? Well, I mean, basically, it prevents people taking their own lives. Prisoners have eight times the risk factor of the general population. A huge number of prisoners have significant mental health problems. And basically, prisons are not the suitable place for people who have mental health issues. But by putting something like the listener scheme in place, 
you give them the support they need, they're much more likely to talk to their peers than they are to staff or to even Samaritans in some cases. So having somebody there 24 hours a day that they can talk to really, really helps people to talk. In 2019, there were 109 people involved in 203 episodes of self-harm in Irish prisons. This peer-to-peer style service has proved to be life-saving, as Midlands Prison Governor Ray O'Keefe explains. We've managed to reduce deaths in custody and self-harm incidents across the estate, which is critical in the role of the prison service, which provides for safer communities. So it's safer communities outside, but it's also the safer community inside the walls. When you're looking around, how important is it that prisoners do build up this relationship with the people they're in each other's company with? Well, it's back to the whole community basis. It is a community here and there are people, especially in the Midlands prison, with the number of life-sentenced prisoners and long-term prisoners, that there would be a cohort of people. This is their home, this is where they live, and the rest of us just work here. Do you notice a change in attitude of the prisoners that take part in the scheme? Over the years, there has been a huge change in the way people engage with the prison system and engage with other people in custody because of the fact that they become trusted. They feel that they're giving something back. It's like a reparation back to society and to the community here. Being Irish, you are part of a community. You take it. Here today, there's 850 people in custody. Between all of the other teams, custody management, the staff, uh, education, you probably have 1,100 people. It's probably the size of a village. So they'll support people in the same way that any village will. The scheme has been a major success for Irish prisons over the past 20 years. With more and more of a holistic view being taken to rehabilitation, are we set to see an increase in these styled programmes in prisons? And what are the plans for those who are in the system? Peer-to-peer support programmes are rolling out across the prison services different guises and it's much easier for a person in custody to talk to their peers and I think what the Samaritans program has done is people are prepared to stand up and be leaders within their community here which can only bring benefits even on release because of the fact that they engage with wider groups and it's something that can assist with their rehabilitation. With your own work and your experience how do we encourage more people to sign up to peer to peer support programs like this? When we started in each of the prisons, it was was very difficult to get things started because prisons are a very macho environment, as you can imagine. Sometimes it's very risky to be vulnerable. It's very risky to be telling your business to other people because you could become very vulnerable or be victimised. However, when a listener scheme is set up and it's established and it's seen to be really working well, prisoners can really appreciate how that works. But often they'll actually see how it's benefited the people taking part as listeners. It's that kind of multiplier effect, you know, they're good role models, people see it working, people see people participating and they think this is something we want to do. So it is hard, but there is, like these new people that come into jail, when you go down and introduce yourself to them and let them know, like, you know what I mean, we're here if you ever need to be low. It's a great course and it's great to be there for people. That's what I like getting out of it, you know what I mean? I like going out helping out people, letting people know that I'm here to listen. And what are the plans for you now going forward? Will you stay involved in this type of work? Oh yeah, I'd say I'd, I'd stay involved because when I was there, I tried to get involved. But fortunately, I ended up back in prison. So when I got the opportunity to come to listeners, I said I'd do it. And I will stick it out until I get out. And hopefully when I get out, look for some sort of way to be able to help because I'd like to get out and help. I'm getting older now and this is my last jail. I've done what I can, so this will be my last jail sentence. I will get out and try to keep my head down. Josh Crosby with that report from the Midlands Prison as I said Samaritan celebrating the 20th anniversary today of the listener scheme Josh thank you very much for that